The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today, believe it or not, is the 2nd of September, 2018. You know, um, I just want to tell everybody something, because Gareth was part of this yesterday, and Douglas was on, but we don't know where he is right now. Um, There's been a lot of things going down, literally, this whole week at... Uh, M&M and FBC, and um, we've had, it's not only been just here, there's network issues all over, I'm sure everybody has that with their own things, but when you're running a podcast show, it can be um, quite trying to be uh, um, decent about what I would really like to say. Um, we lost some shows this week. Obviously, we weren't able to get on yesterday with Gareth and Douglas because we've been having a ton of problems with the miking. Uh, I don't know if everybody's up to date on Skype, but um, if you can, if you can um, get at, if if you don't have to put a new version of Skype up, I would tell you not to do that. I've gotten throttled for a week and a half with these two new versions. So it's taking the same run as other things. I had a a, a recorder called Pamela. And what happened was with Pamela, it was bought by Microsoft and it was destroyed, literally. I had to drop that. Now Skype has been bought by Microsoft and I've gotten wrecked with that too. So I've definitely got to look at something else, which I already know what I want. But that's going to mean each guest is going to have to change to the new uh, the new recorder because it will be all in one. But I'm going to have to do it because the way we're going with motivation and muscle, uh, chances are I haven't announced it, but there could be something very major by the end of the year where might not even need recorders to do what we want to do. But until I get the green light and how they're going to do it and what i got to come up with, I can't say anything. But for right now... Um, we've got to make some big decisions because I can't be down two or three or four days and I can't have people coming on and telling them that, you know, constantly we're having technical difficulties. Everyone understands, but I don't like it and I, I'm not going to put up with it. So that's where we are right now, but I'm not going to sit on the back burner and, and reflect on that. What I want to tell everybody is you got to keep pushing, man. I went all afternoon. I figured it out. Gareth answered last night. Everything was fine. That took all afternoon, though, to fix this problem. And it wasn't only in the volume areas. It was stuff that Skype had gone out internally and changed to Microsoft, okay? Um, That's what I'm saying. you got to be very, very careful. But I'll tell you what I was saying to myself every time I was ready to break my hand right through the screen on the laptop. It was like, I can do it. I can do it. I must have said I can do it yesterday 500 times. And guess what? Did it. So never lose hope. 
I'm telling you right now, because you can go out and change it. You just got to have the discipline and the desire to do it. And that's what all these shows are about. We're going to do volume seven today. Um, this is what real triumph, real guts, and obviously taking that, putting it into action and succeeding. And you can never hear this enough because it's not said enough out there. And most people are too damn timid to speak up. So we're going to get into more of this. But um, obviously take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And that's how I felt yesterday. Got to be unstoppable. And I like to blow steam off big time. And I'm just an aggressive motherfucker. That's just the way I am. And I just got done training, so I can tell you my my testosterone is probably blowing through the top of my head right now. So I expect an awful lot of spirited talk for sure today. Um, Also, too, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. That is a premier product. That's something everyone should own. Um, For the price... Uh, 14 modules, and not only are you going to really go out and be able to do something with your life, with your mind, with your body, with your spirit, but you're going to have something you can hold on to the rest of your life. It's all stuff we still do here at the FBC Steel and Stoneyard. So, once again, that's another thing you should look at on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Also, too, I want to I thank Paul T. I'm not going to give his last name. Paul sent in a contribution to the uh, businesses. Um, he's an investor. And Paul said to me, he wrote me a nice long note, and Paul said, thanks to motivation and muscle, not only is he making wicked gains and stones, but he's made connections with all kinds of people. And this isn't the first time I've heard it. This show is connecting the world, literally. So if you want to get involved, if you want to invest in two companies that are going to be around for a long time, there's a $25, $50, and $100 donation. You need to get out there today and invest in something that's really worthwhile, something that's got substance and obviously something that the, the owner of both companies is an actual strongman. He's not some pussy motherfucker trying to give you advice and having somebody else write his fucking bullshit. All right? I want to make it clear to you what goes on here, right? I have people, well, why aren't you in Iceland? Well, I'll tell you why I'm not in Iceland, all right? Because the money has to go into the businesses right now. I mean, do you think I'm sitting here for the fuck of it? I'm not. All right? But you have to have priorities. You know, today I was training stones, just like I'm going away to Iceland. I, you wouldn't believe the material I'm going to put out. I've used all this stuff and have created programs that I probably never could have before because I've never been faced with these daunting tasks like this. And believe me, when I see Rogue's documentary, I've been over there with most of the guys that are on film. All right? I'm telling you right now. The place is everything and more that you see in that film. It is unbelievable. And those stones, there's some great, great stones everywhere, but the Husafel to me is the King Daddy. The King Daddy, man. You got to go over and play with that thing and see it for real. 
It is ungodly. All right. Also, too, go out to MotivationMuscle.com. Um, I believe Douglas is in now. We have Douglas Graham and um, Gareth Denyer on with me today. We're going to be doing uh, a show titled The Pendulum Swings. This is from the series called A Diamond in the Rough. This is Volume 7. And this all goes into Gareth Denyer, who's been with me for over three years. Stand-up guy, without a doubt, or I wouldn't even bother with him, let alone. Uh, we're working together in a number of things. I just told him some of the stuff I'm doing outside of the business to promote him, myself, and anybody that comes in here um, to advertise with us, okay? Um, but HCP Gym in Texas, you got to go. Look, if you're in Texas, you got to look him up regardless. But if not, go out to his website, hcpbarbell.com, and go out and fill the form in to speak with him. Now, one of the main reasons we are doing all these volumes is we are laying down the groundwork, the bricks, the mortar, where Gareth is taking all his success internally in the gym now, and he is putting a product out, which he does work with people online, but now he's going to give it to the world. I don't mean give it in a sense of give it away, but I know he probably would if you didn't have a penny in your pocket. But this is going to be chargeable. This gentleman's got many, many years in the strength field. We call it physical culture here, nutrition, sleep. And the one thing we talked about a few volumes back is it's not a cookie-cutter program, and it is not one-size-fits-all. And I dare you to find five trainers that do it that way. I'm probably one of the five, too. Um, it's very unique, and if you want to make gains, I would tell you to go out to hcpbarbell.com, fill out the form. Obviously, you can do it by phone or by Skype, and get a hold of Gareth. Um you won't be sorry. And the thing is, as I said, you need to find people that are in your corner, that want to work with you, that believe in you, and want you to achieve success. This stuff is not empty words I'm talking about here. I mean, this is some serious stuff. And if you know me, you know my feeling on all of it. So go out and check all that out. Also, too, go out to motivationandmuscle.com slash category, slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Gareth and Douglas have done with me. Um, I think I looked it up last night. I think we, we got 972 sh- shows done. I would like to hit 1,000. Our, our uh, anniversary is at the end of this month, and I'm hoping to see if we can get some groups of people on. Um, it, it means a lot. We'll be up four years on the 27th of September. Um, I've said it before, most podcasts last uh, maybe 30 days, if that. So this is some serious stuff you're banging around with. So look at that. Also, too, um, go out, sign up for a free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. When you do that, it'll go right to my MailChimp account, and uh, you'll be on the list. And if you know anything about here, both FBC and M&M, we are chock full of content, believe me. Also, too, invest once again in Motivation and Muscle. It's right on the home page, right at the very top. You can contact me by my cell phone. That is the only way I will do business with anyone because that is a sign of respect. 
and I'm not into all this other stuff. If we got to do a quick email, fine. But there's too many misunderstandings. I've had one recently with someone that was supposed to come on here. And um, I don't really have the patience for it anymore. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm too busy outside of here bringing in money in, trying. Well, we don't try. We succeed here. Going out, raising money for uh, people who invest in broadcasting, all that. Because um, I, I, I've, I've, for years I've bent over backwards and I'm chasing this one down and I'm not doing it anymore. I'm done with it. Um, we're too big and too good of a show. I will meet you halfway or more, but I'm not going to chase you down like I would my little nephew Danny at just eight years old. I'm not going to do it. All right. So as Steve Jack would say, shoulder some responsibility. Also, too. Go out to our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power, and check out all we're doing. If I had somebody here filming, you'd have a boatload of film, especially today. Today was pretty sick, especially the forearm work I was doing. Um, it, it was very nasty, and a lot of it had to do with stones and an Apollon axle. It was great stuff. All right, so let me give you a little breakdown on both gentlemen. Um let me just get this here. Number one, this is Gareth Denyer, trainer, boxer, strength coach, and he is the owner of the HCP Gym. I also neglected to say you can get them through um, hcpgym.com, but you can also get them all over social media. I usually grab them at Facebook or call them or whatever, but I can't give you out his private number. He'd have to do that. But you can get them through social media, so there's no way you can't find this guy. Um with Douglas here, we have Douglas Graham here, too. He's an expert in kettlebells, maces, clubs, and powerlifting. If you've been paying attention to him, he's decided he's going to uh, be a nasty stone lifter by the look of it. So, uh, you know, we got we got it all here. So, um, on that note, Gareth, welcome back, brother. Hey, what's up, Eric, man? Glad to be here. Excited about getting the show rolling again with uh, you and Douglas. Okay, and Douglas, welcome. It's a pleasure as always, Eric. Can't wait to get chatting again. Okay. Really looking forward to it. Also, though, before we start, Gareth, give every even though I gave out your website, give out anything, mm. give the website out again, anything else, and then Douglas, you take it when he's done. Give out your information. We'll get started. Sure. You can look up my gym, hcpbarbell.com, on all forms of social media. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or you can just look at my name, Gareth Denier, or you can go to my website, hcpbarbell.com. Douglas? Yeah, I mean, you can find me all over Facebook as Douglas Graham. I'm on Instagram as The Wee Ninja, but I don't really use Instagram currently, although I should. Uh, the gym, you can check out the gym at functional-living.co.uk. And you'll find all the information about well, some of the information about what we do there. So there's none of uh, also because uh, I'm going to start reviving it as my blog. I'm hoping to move it over to the website, but currently you'll find that at fitdefense.wordpress.com. That is. You'll find all. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, that's it. Just okay. lots of interesting blogs there currently, and I'll be adding to it again soon. Um, before we start. The pendulum swings. Um, 
Obviously, this is a diamond in the rough, the series. This is volume seven. And Gareth and I were talking yesterday. Um, I'd like to do anywhere from 15 to 20 volumes, obviously, because we're going to make, who knows what we're going to make this into. But it is going to be something, um, I'm not going to say. It's going to be very interesting, not only the volumes, but some of the other things that are going to go with it, too. Um, We haven't got to that point, but um, this is a boatload of material already with six volumes. Um, I want to make a comment, though, first. Um, Obviously, we were talking about the uh, topic today, and we know how things are in the world, especially in physical, well, I call our stuff physical culture. We'll just call it the fitness industry, which is so fickle. It's insane. But, I, you know, this. Uh, I'm going to do a solo show next week. And I'm going to talk about a lot of things that happened this week with me and a lot of observations. And when we talk about a pendulum swinging, especially in the fitness industry, What is the thing usually that you'll hear first? Well, it'll be the newest, the latest and greatest, and how this supplement or doing 10 sets of 100 will turn you into a super beast, okay? Now, myself, I wouldn't even pay attention to any of that kind of crap, but I can understand how people get caught up And everybody wants to be the next whatever it is. But, you know, it was very interesting because I've said that before. I just got done watching um, Full Sturker by Rogue. I've already watched it ten times, and I've only had it three days. Why? Because it it talks to me. In fact, I've made comments already to people, I'm going to probably go to Iceland and die. I don't mean next year and die. I mean, there could be a very good chance I'm going to go live there. Or at least see if six months is something it's going to agree with me and where I want to go from there. But Annie, the girl that's um, obviously strong as hell and a CrossFitter, made a great comment about her parents, how she looked up to them, and how she never wanted to be anyone else but her and this is where i see the disconnect is with most of the population now we want to be some kind of matinee idol we want to be some kind of athlete that's a piece of shit most likely or we just want to not even think about who we are what we've done what we haven't done and where are we going and why do we walk with our head down and why do we wonder it seems like, as the old saying is in Josie Wales, why does it feel like somebody's pissing down my back every day? And well, I, I'm going to lay that down. Gareth, go first, and then Douglas, you take it, brother. Well, I'm going to use a reference point here because I, I deal with it so much, and I have over the years. Um, local, Locally in the state of Texas, football just reigns king, especially amongst the high school sports. I just want to point out how over the years – what, what can happen, and I've seen it happen so many times, is that all it takes is one bad class. Say, you know, you have an upperclassman that's a junior, or like multiple, obviously, teammates from that junior class or that senior class to ruin a whole program. 
what it comes down to, it's it's like a ripple effect. You'll have the majority of the team that doesn't really have any work ethic. They're negative about practices. They really they they, they really don't particularly care about the team. They're they're just on it for probably because their parents want them to play. That's it's one of those things that kids are just trying to fill the parents' dream of being some super athlete. And what that does is it sets things up for the other kids that are playing on that team to also absorb that type of same mentality. And then for the other teams, like they're even younger than them, they'll pick up on it. So I've seen here locally one team go nine years, nine years straight having a losing season because of this. And what actually happened was it started with the coach. And at the beginning of his career, he had great athletes, so he was able to do fairly well. But over time, what happened was his negativity and his lack of passion carried over to the athletes. So nine years, they had a losing straight season, nine years. And Douglas and I were having this conversation because what eventually does happen is as bad as things can get, it will swing back the other way. And what's happened recently with this team, they picked up a new coach. They have adopted a new type of culture there, and they're on their way to building the program back up. What makes me just so upset, though, about this whole scenario uh, is just the ridiculousness, ridiculousness of how this thing can even happen on this large scale. And I also want to bring to everyone's attention is that you have to be honest with yourself. You've got to be brutally honest with even like your teammates or the people around you. You can't allow this negativity. You can't allow thinking that this, oh, the grass is always green on the other side or trying to stray away from the fundamentals or try to pick up some complicated thing to make a simple thing, you know, more effective. Supposedly it, it, you have to really always stay true to your roots. Never forget that there's a reason why the fundamentals are, are so always so emphasized because it's, that's what makes everything function as it does. In today's society, especially, we always have to be really careful because everyone's coming up with all these crazy ideas. When it comes to training and nutrition, man, just the other day, one of my clients asked me about goat yoga. I'm like, goat yoga? <laughs> I'm like, are you even being, are you even being, like, what? I mean, so that's how, that's the extreme of what we're getting into today. Everyone wants to be noticed and they'll, and they'll go out on a limb, even if they, you know, even if it makes them look kind of like a lunatic in a way, or like, cause that's the first thing I thought of. It's like, what's the purpose of that? But that's, unfortunately, that's what we're heading towards. My opinion is I think over time we'll swing back to where we need to be. We need to have where we, we focus on fundamentals. We, we create a, a positive environment where like we really do things that are effective and don't waste time and implement those things that we have tried and true. Douglas, go ahead. I just want to say something real quick. Um, I agree with what you're saying, Gareth, but I'll tell you what, I think the big disconnect is if you don't know, it's going to be very hard to find out. My point is, you know, look at a guy like you, right? I said that in the beginning, uh, when we were talking before we came on, there's only probably a handful of people that are really, really what I would consider. Oh, well, even if we said 10 that are really outstanding and, and legit, all right? But it's just like we were talking about one of the shows. Um, I remember you saying, you know, you get these guys even at pro level. They've never, uh, or it might have been even uh, with um, um, Nate Harvey. You get, these, you get these athletes in, 
they've never really even trained, man. They're coming into these college programs not even know how, knowing how to execute a squat properly. But we'll get more on that. Go ahead, Doug. Let's take it. No problem, Eric. Um, yeah, there's a, a fair bit to, to, to unpack there. Um, it's interesting what you just said there as well, Eric, about uh, we don't know and it's hard to find out. You know, and that's why what we're trying to do here and what people like us try and do throughout our life is, you know, uh, is to share it. It's to share, essentially. And that's what everybody needs to do. <clears throat> One of the aspects I was going to come at from with the pendulum swinging would be the kind of mental health approach and just the general mental approach to it. Um, one of the one of the problems with mental health, obviously, is stigma. Um, it's good that you're seeing it spoken about a lot more now. I personally feel that the majority of it is is inefficient, though. There's a lot of almost really. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb here, but there's a, a lot of really kind of soft whining about it for a lot of people, rather than just speaking about it. And you know. The folk that do actually talk talk about it, you know, they want. I'm referring to them when I speak about that, uh, because from the I'm not a qualified psychologist by any, a psychologist by any stretch of the imagination, I have done some mental health courses uh, and obviously worked closely with people and observed them for for a very long time. So I do have a certain bearing on the topic, but one thing is. And a classic example of the pendulum swinging is a man is manic depression, uh, especially type two manic depression. Now, when I did specifically one of the courses, I, I, it was just like boom, that was the realization for me. It was in my early twenties. I was that everybody, you know, that everybody has the, these issues, if not constantly or at some point in their life, um, and it's very much a part of people kind of understanding that that's why the, the stigma is terrible because I'm, there's a meme online once right and this really got my goat uh, it's because kind of empty memes like this are what I'm talking about and it was two out of every three people have suffered from mental health issues alright that's a completely inaccurate statistic I would almost guarantee but don't you know don't quote me on that but I would uh, I would probably wager on it being a very inaccurate statistic, uh, and it's just one of those soft memes. And what it does is it promotes the wrong mentality towards these sort of things. So you've got the two people, or you've got someone that's like, "All oh, right, I'm one of those two people," you know, uh, pity on me, and oh yeah, and all that. And then you get the one person who maybe hasn't experienced any kind of mental health issues uh, if we want to call it that and they're sitting thinking oh well I'm one of those two people I'm safe <laughs> you know and then bang reality will hit at some point um, and like I say manic type 2 manic depression seems to fit the bill for most people you go into extremes obviously up in type 1 and then you know obviously bipolar and things like that you know where folk don't have really much control over the two sides of them. Although I did make a joke to my bipolar friend once that you're lucky you've only got two sides of your character to contend with. Uh, so they found it funny. Um, so, yeah, it's about striking a balance and the balance comes through understanding, not through either 
uh, thinking you're ill, you're unwell, or that you're completely immune to it. You know, that's the those to me are the extremes. The the balance in the middle is understanding. It is the understanding, like I said, that everybody suffers from these things. So it should be really kind of easy to talk about. You know, I talk about it quite a lot these days, especially with my clients. Uh, and one of the ways we can go with that always is, you know, there's the yin yang is always a good one to come back to, and that's what my new kind of philosophical approach to the martial arts program I'm designing is, is it starts with the mind, obviously, we know that and so I start with the mind so I have a, essentially a, it's a saying, so it's a statement followed by a question and there's an interesting story behind the question as well although I'll maybe keep that for another time but the statement is um, in light I see dark in darkness there is, and in darkness there is light followed by the question why? Um, plainly and simply to try and promote that first of all to try and promote thought you know we spoke about this in the last podcast that you know the question is kind of what drives us and fires up our mind and gets us thinking it's the question so that's the idea behind that but prior is to, it's to get them to initially analyze the statement and the statement's important because you know the yin yang up, here's light, here's dark, here's the dark and the light, here's the light and the dark, put them together, here is life. <clears throat> so when we polarise either being mentally unwell to being mentally well, for me, I don't think it works. I don't think it's the right approach. And um, a lot of that can be going back to what Gareth, Gareth uh, was talking about. Well, I'm kind of loosely connecting it here. I, w- I wanted to make the connection, but I can't quite get it. Hopefully you guys can expand upon it. But that crosses right over into what Gareth is saying about, for instance, what happens with the teams and you get kids that are just basically forced in there. You know, they've got this huge, constant thing going on in their mind, especially while they're, you know, they're, they've been forced to do this, but they want to do that. And then, you know, you get an, all sorts of concoctions of... Uh, ill-fitting behaviours for the situation, you know, and then that passes up into the coach who sees this, loses his passion, and as Gareth said, you get nine years of losing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but... Balancing everywhere, these extremes, but the, the, the extremes exist, but the examples of each extreme exist within the other as well, you know, as nature. Yeah, but life is all energy, and if you got poor energy around you, that's going to ignite everything. And, and when you're watching... You lead by example. It doesn't matter who you are. So if you got a coach that can't lead, that really is disinterested, regardless if these players are coming there, they're recruiting them, whatever, you can take the best player and turn them into a meathead real quick when you have nothing around. And life is energy. What you put out there, you get back. I'll say that to the day I'm dead. And there's no doubt about it. And that's what you're seeing when you take a program, no matter what it is, and you can take it where it is the echelon of whatever it is out there, whether it's business, sports, ballerinas, it doesn't matter. Walking around every day. Running – someday, everybody, you two should do it too if you don't. I do it every day. When you're out and about in public – Say hello to people. Say and ask them the question that you know is going to feel like you got a barnyard door put right across your face. How are you today? 
I will guarantee to wager with both of you, nine out of ten are going to tell you, my life sucks, or what's so great about it. Now, when you have that type of flow around you, I don't know about you two, I've walked in places where I felt like I needed to take a shower after. The people, the people there could give a rat's ass about you, okay? They didn't want to say hello. They didn't want to make contact. If they shook your hand, it would have been like shaking a, a sweaty friggin', I don't know, just sweat with no power in it. See, that's how I gauge things. And when you talk about mental power, well, it doesn't matter if it's positive, negative, or in the middle. You're walking into who knows what, and especially in today's day and age, you're most likely walking into the den of negativity. Um, Everyone has negativity in their life, myself included. But what you learn to do in these processes, when you learn to change the subconscious mind, it doesn't last for very long. Because the idea is to plant the seeds to be able to override that type of of thought that's surrounding you or someone speaking to you. Because I don't know about you, I don't stay around people very long like that. And I'll tell you another thing, contrary to what people tell you, people do want to be around positive people. They might not know how to handle it. It might come at them like a million darts. But believe me when I tell you this, I meet people out all the time, and I've said it before, they, if they want to talk to me, if I see them, here's how they break the ice. Do you lift weights? Now, I could be a real smart ass and say no and just walk away. But yes, because as I've said over and over again, be an ambassador for what we do. Don't be a blockhead that's wise with people, that doesn't know how to articulate. See, this is the stuff when Gareth is talking about these programs. Obviously, they, the, the up, up above these coaches are no damn good either. And most people are there, let's face it, um, especially big programs. You know, let's get everything we can, and hopefully we can stick around long enough where we get a pension. I see it all over here, everywhere, all right? But the point of the matter is, when people ask me about things like that, I want to expand upon what we all do, whether we do the same thing or not. It's physical culture. And I've said this, and I'll give it right to you, Gareth, is this. I say it, my mom says it all the time. That's why I say it at the end of the show. Do you realize what you could be doing for somebody out there? Maybe there's somebody in a shitty program. Maybe there's somebody that wants to lift weights and they went to the gym, and they didn't know what the hell they were doing. Maybe they loaded the bar wrong on one side. And you get these people there laugh at them. Mm. Okay? You know what that does to somebody, especially if they're teetering? I mean, there's people that have killed themselves over things like that. It's no laughing matter. And I'm not saying we're on our game all the time with everybody. None of us are. Some days we got shit coming at us. Somebody calls or says something and it means nothing and you you blow it to pieces. There was a person recently, um, I let that come into me too much. And I know that. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm a believer that anybody that I have on here is legit. If they're selling things, I know they're good. If there's a problem... You know, I will intervene if I have to, but I'm not going to repeatedly do that. But that's all part of what this whole thing is. 
you want to help other people. You want to put solutions out there. But getting back quickly, and I, it's, I'm going right to you, Gareth, is this. When you're out there in public, when you know something's not right, when you see somebody maybe in the gym or someone comes up to you and says, hey, I would really like to lift weights, and you're hoping that they're legit with you, you know, and they're just, you know, a lot of people like to talk because, you know, let's face it, people like to talk. But, you know, when you're out there and someone's asking about these things, get it to them where those five words just might save your life. Those five words, I might just set somebody off to be the best entrepreneur down the road in 10 years. The point of the matter is whether it's in the gym, whether it's in a football program, a baseball program, school, and obviously going out and creating your own freedom as being an entrepreneur, Take that knowledge and be the best you can be. And if you walk into a situation like Gareth was hitting on in the beginning of the show, well, you got a choice. You can get in there and change the minds by your own example. Or if they're that entrenched, sometimes you have to get out. Okay? Because self-preservation is number one. It's all yours, brother. Well, I like how uh, Douglas brought up the mental aspect to all this, too, because anxiety is one of those issues I see on such a high level amongst adults that I work with. It's become prevalent. I, I would say um, it, it's, I think it's a lot bigger an issue than people can even comprehend, even here in the States. Um, I, I think what happens is, too, is that it sets things up so where it makes you like a bystander in life rather than being a participant and being active and helping and influencing others, you get so consumed with these weird um, fears that they overconsume everything. So rather than thinking big picture, all you do is think about this, like this actually some random thing that probably will never even happen. But yet at the same time, and Eric and I have talked about this too, is, you know, in life, you can only control so much. You, you just have to do what you can do and just come to terms there will be bad shit that's going to happen. And when you come to terms with that and just let go of all the other stuff that's going on in your brain, you will be a lot happier. I try to explain this to a lot, to all my athletes and even my adults. You just have to come to terms with that. Hey, man, life, it just, it'll throw a curveball at you. And you've got to just let go and understand that you can only handle what you can handle. You're, I mean, that's usually how you react to, how you react to things. And maybe you're in your own little small world, whatever you can control, that's all you can do. Okay. You, you just have to let go. And when you let go, I'm telling you, it's such a, an amazing feeling because I remember just even like over this past year, I, I, because of the flooding and the dealing with the financial issues of that, you know, you just kind of reached a point where like, dude, I've done my best. I've gone out of my way. I've time and time again, as far as handling that situation to where like, you know what, whatever happens, happens. And, and and ever since then, I man, the amount of weight is being pulled off my body because it's just been, it, it's just a stressful situation. And I, I will also like to address though too is that, you know, we were talking about the teams and the athletes, and I think if you ever bring up anything in this matter to like, hey, this culture is not good and it's terrible, I'm just giving everyone a full warning because I've experienced this myself. Is I get ready to be hated on. Because you bring up any issues that's going on uh, with some type of organization and you've got people bought into it and uh, and they think that everything is, you know, non-existent. There's no, there's not any, uh, there's not any existing issues 
uh, as far as the culture itself, get ready to, to get pummeled with ridicule and criticism, and they will make you look like the enemy. Um, it's, it's, I think in today's world, if you come out saying, Hey, we need to get tougher or we need to, you know, we need a man up or we need to, you know, just have that more of like aggressive approach and be more masculine to be the things that we're designed to be, especially when it comes to men, get ready to get, to get ridiculed because it's, especially today, it is, man, it is, uh, highly looked down upon anything that you say vocally to a group of people that, uh, that are on the other side of the spectrum when it comes to handling these situations, especially addressing real issues, you will become public enemy number one. So then, the, so then, really, if that's going to be the case, there's really no point of even bothering, man. Well, <laughs> that's the point that I've got to. Well, it's like you you do what you can, like you right. said, and you have your opinion. Yep. But I tell you, if you go out of your way to make it be vocal about it, just get ready for. You know, the, the opposition to, to come back at you. Yeah, but you know something, too? I, I agree with you, but here's the thing. My whole thing is I'll come after them and pummel them right into the ground because I'll tell you right now, I've met up with people like that. Obviously, they're if they're in power positions, you don't have a chance there because you're not going to change the culture overnight. But here here's the thing. I've met up with a lot of people like that, and they only can go so far with their argument. And usually you can destroy them. And you just got to decide what you want to do, what's important to you. This is why you have three guys here that are calling their own shots, that are training other people, creating a philosophy, a lifestyle, a standards. And I believe in my heart of hearts that this is going to be the thing that's going to take over in the future. The weak are going to get crushed it's just a time in society and civilization where everybody's got an ailment, everybody needs counseling, everybody needs to lighten up on their work ethic, everyone needs to basically pull back. Well, you're never going to be a success in life in anything if all you're doing is pulling back. As my dad said, be a leader, not a follower. It's a very lonely world. I can tell you that just from these two businesses. Because most people expect you to be making ten grand a month the first year you're up. If you have all these famous people on, why aren't you selling this? Why aren't you selling uh, winners and champions? Why aren't you selling 500 a week? Why isn't your show national? All right? If you're going to buy into that whole subculture, which I don't, you're failed. You're finished. But if you're going to take the knocks and have them keep coming and knocking them back, you're going to win. And then all that type of people are going to come looking for you for help. And say, you know what? You were right five years ago, but, you know, you got to understand, you know, I got a family. I was in this situation. I've dealt with these people. They wake up finally after you have created your own success, all right? That's a big thing no one ever talks about. Oh, they'll talk about Z in the alphabet when they say, Gareth made a million dollars this year. I I always knew he could do it. Or Douglas just wrote 15 books about XYZ, and he's on the bestsellers list 100 times now. I always knew he could do it. But in the meantime, from A before Z, they'd spit in your fucking face. 
So all this stuff is great, but if you came back here where I am, like today and trained with me, most, most of these guys wouldn't even see any validity in it at all. And that's where you lose out. That's where you aren't going to be better than the rest. And if you have that attitude and bring that everywhere you go, you want me to tell you something? I know. People are going to follow you, man. People are going to follow you. They're going to join you. And you're going to become strong, man, and mighty. And you're going to be your own person. And you'll have good days, bad days like all of us. But as Gareth said before and Douglas my and I said yesterday, all I kept saying is I can do it. Believe me, I can do it. Uh, Douglas, it's yours, brother. Thanks, Eric. There's a fair amount to unpack there, but we'll start with... Um, I like that you... Actually, there was something I really liked, the terminology you used. So if we talk about the pendulum swinging in society, you were touching on there. Um, I, I would say, I'd put it in inverted commas, uh, swinging with public opinion. And... Um, but it's not really public opinion, it's media, media-guided opinion. Um, but we'll not get into that, it's a whole other podcast. But you referred to, loosely referred to essentially the, the, the attitude that is coming out just now, what you might say called the snowflake attitude or whatever. Um, and you referred to it as a subculture, which I think is really important that people understand this is just a very small percentage in subculture when they're hearing all this stuff because they're only really hearing it because that's what the media is pumping out. Do you know what I mean? It was like, what was the example I made the other day? Uh, what was it? Oh, I made a good example for that the other day. Never mind, I'll move on. Um, so, yeah, it's a small subculture, all right? And the media is swinging things in a certain way and they're going to swing back hard especially because of the type of media, because that type of media is dying now. Um, but essentially what's happening is it will it will swing back the other way because they're essentially just trying to confuse, all right? They can't, society can't be guided anymore in, a, in an age of information. I think I wrote this on Facebook the other day. In the information age, you can't guide society anymore, so you have to confuse it. And what better way to confuse it than bringing up uh, pushing to the forefront all of this absolute nonsense um, that that you're seeing in the media today with with various things like to do with freedom of speech. So you get these people that are shouting about freedom of speech. Yet essentially, especially in America, want to smash the what is it the, the First Amendment? Is it not freedom of speech? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. First, first Amendment. Yep. Second. Uh, Right to bear arms, yeah. I'm glad I got that right. <laughs> um, so they're essentially wanting to smash that while claiming they're shouting for people's freedom of speech. It's crazy. It's, it's madness. I've been I've been involving myself, not involving myself, but looking into this a lot more because it affects my children, all right? Uh, so it's important that I look into this stuff and understand it because it's what's going to be affecting them in the future. So, you know, they... they, they it's been seen the pendulum swing, so now a different tactic is coming out—a tactic of confusion. You know, so it's even more imperative that shows like motivation and muscle stay around and get bigger and bigger, is to help deliver this more balanced message, this more real message to people instead of this absolute guff that is being promoted by the media. I mean, it's just you hear some of this stuff and it's just so ridiculous. Again, I'm not going to get into the particulars of it. 
I'm sure most people can figure it out themselves. Um, so, yeah, um, that's it as far as society. That's what I see right now, uh, especially, you know, uh, over your neck of the woods, guys. It's it's, it's, it's quite a, a media frenzy over there right now. It's interesting to watch. It's really interesting. But back to the kind of more mental aspect and even the mental aspect as opposed to society, I like to think of cognitive dissonance as the enemy because these people are just sitting in their little bubbles only reading the information that suits that, that, that suits their opinion. And that, you know, if, you follow, if anyone follows me on Facebook, my profile is public, you know, I'll share interactions. Like, I love online trolls because I know how to deal with them. I can spot them within their first or second comment so I know what they are. So I use that opportunity to to speak to them very objectively at first, and then usually I'll sign off by calling them a cockwomble because it both offends and confuses them, and then I just block them <laughs> because I don't need those people anywhere near me in my life. So I have a bit of fun with them, but usually what it does, and the reason like, I had this discussion, someone's like, oh, you know, you really shouldn't be getting involved with these people. Is that well, it's only for a short period of time. I just block them because I know what they are. It's not because they disagree with me. It's because they come in and basically insult you. Say, say you uh, don't try and have a discussion. You know, the last one was hilarious. Let's say I posted about it on Facebook. Um, and But that's what it gives me. So that's what I draw from it now, occasionally. As, and I said this months ago on podcast with you, Eric, is my approach to, to social media is very different now. I'm not really doing posting videos of working out or anything like that anymore. Nope. I'll do the occasional one. I'll do the... You know, there's enough of it out there and there's plenty of people out there that are just as good at movement as me. I do... What I do is something... What I specialise in is, is something else. Uh, yeah, but you know what? You, you know, Douglas... Something you can't put in, put in a video with a mace. You know what I mean? I, can, yeah. I, that, I can't do that. Do you know what I mean? So, let's say... Uh, I've been trying to promote more thought. Yeah, I don't care what people think, um, as long as it promotes good discussion and thought. And, you know, people like that. It's, again, that's taking the light out of the dark, coming back to my earlier reference. You know, it's taking a dark situation, essentially, uh, and, and finding that light out of it. And then I apply that light over here, you know, so it helps the other side grow. This is kind of what it is. And if you, if you block one out, then it, you know, if you block the light out of the dark, it just becomes darkness, then doesn't it? And then you become polar, completely polarized without any uh, middle ground whatsoever. Anyway, I'll pass it back to you now. <laughs> well, I think you can get rid of a lot of this ass backwards life with you got to cut yourself away, at least start off with one day a week, no media, no phone, no nothing. That's the first thing. Because the influence these, these things have, if you know anything about. 432 hertz or 528 hertz if you know anything about this that type of brain wave your brain will accept that frequency those frequencies can literally change your dna and don't think Uh these people don't know this when they're putting out this stuff now this has nothing to do with conspiracy or anything go out and check that stuff out you'll see what i'm talking about but my whole thing is this. If I had my way, you wouldn't see half of the bullshit going on now because physical culture, you know, it'd be nice just if people would go after something like that, get knocked on your face a hundred times, a million times, rise, fall, rise, fall. You're not going to have time to worry about, oh, 
uh, is this going to look all right on me? You know what you're going to want to do? You're going to want to hit the next click. That's what it's about. It's not about worrying about who likes you, who wants to do this and that with you. Do they like me? Do they want me to be around? What if I say this? Will they kick me out of the club? You know something? Who gives a shit? And that's the problem with so many things now. It's all public opinion. Listen to anything. Watch anything during a sports game. It's like I can't watch commercials, and I don't watch much TV anyways. I mean, the stuff that people think is great, I'm looking at I'm like, is this for real? The brain size looks like it's about the size of a fucking pea. So when you talk about people coming in and they're like, I'm self-conscious about this, or Gareth, help me uh, gain 20 pounds, will you muscle? But uh, I don't know if I can be here three days a week. Well, then you don't want it bad enough. All right? The problem is here. I'll say it. It's a disconnect. Paul Gray and I did a show about disconnect. There's a massive disconnection between everything in society. When you'll sit out in front of a Best Buy all night and wait for the new iPhone to come out that costs $2,000, you've got a disconnect, my friend. And you want to know why you're depressed? And you want to know why you can't get it up at 20 years old? And you want to know why you can't find a girlfriend? I'll tell you why. You're a fucking fool. Until you snap out of it and break off from this stuff, no one's saying get rid of it totally. It has its place. But when that is all that consumes you, you're not going to be able to do anything else. I mean, I see people all the time. I love watching people. I don't think I see anybody other than me. Say I go to a Whole Foods. Say I go to a co-op. Say I go anywhere. I think I'm the only one that doesn't have a phone in their hand. That I, You don't think that's addictive? You don't think that's influencing everything on you? If I have a phone on me, it's off. I won't light my balls on fire. Go ahead, Gareth. It's been a while. <laughs> All you have to do is just look at our culture. I've always believed this, is that when it comes to boys especially, is that they always need that type of imagery to where while they're growing up in those developmental years, is that they can refer to the look or idolize something. Back in our day, we had Schwarzenegger, Vitz Stallone. You look at the masculinity that was portrayed by those guys and then how important that was for us. It just it was that marker of like, hey, we wanted to be something special. We wanted to be something different. Uh, the toughness factor obviously is there too. I always ask parents today, is like, you know, who's around for any of these kids to really look up to or idolize? There's Jack Seats non-existent. I mean, Zac Efron or, uh, I mean, are you kidding me? Or like, we can't even, we can't even find people here in the United States to fill our roles in these movies that are playing superheroes. No. We have to go to Australia. Yep. So it, it's like <laughs> the masculinity factor has, has gone through the window. It's, it's ridiculous. We can't. We just don't have that masculinity that I think or that some type of imagery for the boys for them to understand and what a man is supposed to be. And because of that, I, th- I think that's why all these other social issues are coming about and there's so much confusion. And also, too, what I keep on seeing, two other things amongst society. And I, could, I to me, to say, for me to say society, I'm just saying here what I'm – I'm explaining what I'm seeing here on a local effect is that I see two things. Um, 
kids moving back at home in their mid late twenties, which is completely abnormal. Obviously, if it's just like a brief stay and they're transitioning to another job, that type of thing, we're talking about kids who you know who've pretty much cannot sustain um, their 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 uh, any type of like functional type of lifestyle. So they the parents have to bring them back in and uh, pretty much raise them again, financially support them. Um, and also another thing that I've been seeing is that men who actually don't work and, uh, they stay home and then the women actually are the, uh, the breadwinners. And, uh, to say that I've not looked at the stats, but I've seen that so commonplace over here. I'm pretty sure that's going on in other parts of the country. And that really bothers me. I, I, and, and for whatever the reason we we can try to point out like, you know, the, 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 the most important thing here is that something needs to be addressed. How we're doing things now does not work. That's what my big thing is. It's like, why don't we just address issues rather than point fingers and get the problem mm-hmm. solved? And then adapt it. You know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Rather than actually figuring out a solution, there's always this, you know, point the finger attitude. And it all comes down to is, you know what? Th- this is the key ingredient, folks, and I hope this falls upon the right ears. You have to assume responsibility, man is that you can only blame people for so long. If you have that approach towards life, think only bad things are going to happen. I was just re- uh, reading the other day about the story of David Goggins. He's a special forces guy. I just read real briefly about him. You know, he grew up here in the United States, deathly afraid of water, grew up in this racist community. And this guy became um, a Navy SEAL. It was one of the most amazing stories I read. And he himself, this great man, you know, I was like, he said it first thing that just rang out in my ears was like, you look, man, you got, you can't make excuses. You've got to own your own shit. And I was like, wow, that's, that's a breath of fresh air that I've been wanting to hear. Own, own some personal responsibility, folks. There's your answer. Gareth, you got to, that's got to be said by a uh, hundred million people too. I mean, it's not one person is great. You can admire that, but. This is why this forum is here. This is what we are pushing out to the world. This is this is the reason why Eminem to me exists. It's to become so big and so broad that when you're talking about things of this nature, I, I, I like using the word standards. I mean, we could I could list five standards right now if you live by them, practice them. Repetition, 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 I guarantee you, you will be successful. I'm not saying you're not going to hit minefields, that you're not going to be disappointed, that there's some days you're going to be in tears feeling like you're broken. But there's a difference between that and letting someone tell you year after year it's not your fault. Don't shoulder the responsibility. It's so-and-so's fault. You live in the wrong place. You don't have a father and mother that earn $10 million a year. It's all bullshit. It's all victim. I said in, in on Etched in Stone a couple weeks ago, victor or victim, your choice. You choose. Do you understand, folks? You choose. If you can't make the choice... Well, don't blame everybody because you're only making ten grand a year and you live in a shithole. That's your fault. And don't come and take my money away from me to go and support you. All right? Because I got news for you. I've taken it on the face for five years now. But I'm still here. You know why? 
standards. And besides that, I know my dad's all over me. I, I, I'll tell you what, if I have one fear in the world, I'm still afraid to let him down. That's a big thing. That's a good fear. You love your father so much, and you would like him to be here with you with this whole thing I'm doing right now as my conciliaire, as they would say in the mafia. But I don't have him here physically. But I do have all that stuff in my, here we go, subconscious mind again, that I don't want to let my father down. That is vitally important to my standards and my existence. Douglas, you're up, brother. Yeah. Um, I I would like to reference again back to, it's a regular topic for you when you talk about people on their phones and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I often get kind of laughed at when I say this. But I would like to tell people that Nostradamus predicted the zombie apocalypse, you know, uh, the dead rising, and it happened to have landed around about the time that Android went kind of full-fledged. Now, <clears throat> as you know, I like to look into words. So, you know, definition of zombie, besides the popular one, <laughs> of what now become the, 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 the formal one is obviously reanimated bodies. Yeah. Yep. But for a guy like, although he didn't use the word zombies, but even for a guy like uh, Nostradamus, the meaning would have been around the, more around the terms of a person who, who appears lifeless, apathetic, or completely unresponsive to their surroundings. I believe I try to memorise it from earlier on um, because I looked up the exact words for this, but I forgot to write it down. But yeah, it's a person that basically is is lifeless and doesn't respond to their surroundings. So what does that sound like? <laughs> Sounds like uh, 99.9% of what's walking around. I like that analogy. Uh, it's, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah, I mean, it's kind of an analogy, but it's kind of just 100% the truth. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot. It's, it's, it's really interesting. It's really interesting. But, yeah, that's what's going on. There's, as I like to say, the zombie apocalypse is here. You know, it's already here. People just don't seem to understand it. They're worried about the dead coming to life when actually the, the real definition of zombie is literally up on us. It is happening right now. Um, and I, when it comes to the pendulum swinging, um, I don't want it to swing back the other way and, and, and break the glass. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really tricky. It's really tricky with people, especially with this age of confusion. So it is, but I'm not going to go way back down that rabbit hole. There was one thing I wanted to share. I hope I can get this out right. It was about something the other night. So again, this was a, a pendulum on, a, on the micro scale, and it was inside my head. It was uh, the other night in bed. Uh, as you do, well, as I do, certainly, I, I like to try and guide a train of thought. Um I don't know how many people have tried this, but you try, but essentially try and guide your dreams or at least your, your REM sleep experience. So you try and feed the subconscious as you slip into it, yeah? But I messed up the other night. <laughs> so what happened was it started off with just this bizarre... Well, it was not bizarre because it's, it's kind of... It, I know it's rooted in my subconscious. It's something that I want to deal with. 
but it, that brought out this one small example of something I did like three years ago. Three years ago, no harm was done, nothing. But I started to sweat about what the outcome could have been. All right. And then that led on to another example, another example, another example. And this, uh, when I was when I was speaking about it the other day, I think it might even be one of my PT clients, I, I, I referred to it as being possessed by the demon. It was that the demon took over for a, for, a, for a period of time. And it was, the word I used was horrendous. It took me down a horrendous train of thought to, to just where it escalated and it's something ridiculous. I'm pretty sure whoever's listening can relate to this, yeah, what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you can't, I'll be very surprised. Maybe not that how I came about being like that, but I'm sure everybody can relate to this in a way, the way your train of thought can go. Um, on this occasion, uh, I saved myself to a degree. I didn't allow it to continue. So you can see and you can understand with a bit of empathy where that can lead to with people. Uh, not with me, but, you know, with a lot of people. So uh, I managed to swing the pendulum back uh, because, uh, as we know, Eric, about transmuting negative thought mm -hmm. and thought being thought being the power that fuels our subconscious, and it's very important that we use that divine gift that we've been granted by uh, whatever whatever you believe in uh, to change that. That's what we have over dog. I was explaining this to my son actually earlier on. Uh, in a very kind way, because quite often we're raised these days like, oh, you know, we're, animals are equal to us. Like, I, I get that, but they're not. You know, they don't have the ability to control their thoughts and emotions the way we do. They're very, far more primal brain orientated, cognitive, not the same, you know, and certainly, uh, anyway, well, I won't start speculating on, on our subconscious. But the point is, uh, getting back to my point, sorry, was being able to swing the pendulum back. Uh, now, in this case, my default is usually my children. It's usually all usually always a good one, unless uh, I allow negative thoughts about, say, how good a dad I am or something like that. You know, you're your own worst critic. If you're not, then there's something wrong with you, quite frankly. If you're not your own worst critic, then you're doing it wrong. Um, if you believe everyone else is your worst critic, you're probably doing it wrong as well. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but you know, yourself. yeah, but when you talk about sleep, I mean, I've been doing a ton of stuff. Um, you you <laughs> want to get you want to get rid of a negative thought. It's going to take twenty eight days to replace that thought. It's proven. It's written. But as I said, what I do a lot of times is you can go out and you can either listen to classical or you can go out and find something at five twenty eight hertz, four thirty two uh -huh. hertz. All right. And you can say your your mantra for that, well, I would say for the next 28 days. Very simple. I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. Now, you can lump in everything we're talking about here. Unhappiness, lack of money, lack of proper standards and thoughts. It's proven. I do it every night. I'm doing something right now for 28 days that is already changing things. I am not the same guy. What? Oh, sorry. I was going to say there's a, like a really important point about that that I make yep. people aware of. Yep. My clients, because I mean, especially and you're as responsible for this as anyone. By the way, our interactions are always very fruitful and very good for the mind. 
So when we're talking about the 28 days thing, I just want to quickly comment on this, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Is, it takes 28 days to change it, but what people need to understand is, this, is the struggle in those 28 days. That's right. Not allowing, not allowing your the, the, uh, the subconscious, shall we say, to 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 intervene. I found myself making excuses why I should tell myself I'm great or whatever it is I was doing. You know, the subconscious will always try and shoehorn you yep. into that other decision. Ah, you're an idiot. You don't need to do it. You're thinking it. No, you need to stick to your guns. It's like me with brushing my teeth with my left hand. I, my brain constantly wants to switch to the right, but now I can brush with my left hand, no problem. Easy. Put a second thought. It took roughly yes, but come on. <laughs> yeah, but remember <laughs> this too. Once you start, repetition is king. Once you repeat, yep. we're using I'm, I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. What's going to end up com- going is it's going to start overriding things, and you're going to just start getting these flare-ups of it coming right into your mind. But you should repeat stuff like that all day. Every time you feel something coming up. Now, is it going to be easy? No. Because when you've gone out and created these patterns, say, for 25 years, you're never going to be able to get rid of everything. That's proven. But you can change your life and your thought dramatically and it's been done, it's been proven, and I'm doing it right now. And there's things that are happening I haven't even talked about. And what you have to do, though, getting back to swinging the pendulum to becoming the lead for something and not being afraid of being criticized or ostracized like Gareth was saying. Mm. When you start doing these things, folks, and I'm going to re- wait to see the stuff I'm going to be putting out down the road. Um, you're going to re-educate yourself like you've never seen. This is why I want to go to Iceland so bad and go away for a while. I I want to go out and explore things like never before. I want to go out and lift things like never before. I want to go out and just do stuff. I want to go out. I love being who I am. But I want to develop the, myself even more. When you can start becoming that type of person, I mean, you got to really want to do it. You want to have a number one football program, what do you got to do? you got to think right away, I am the number one football program. It doesn't matter who you bring in. If you don't believe it, nobody else will. This is what basically when you're swinging pendulums around, it's a change. It's a train of thought. It's not wanting to stay the same as everyone else. And if people don't like it, well, you know what? Go out and start your own damn club. It's the truth. I mean, there's too many people that are handcuffed constantly because it's like, well, if I do that, I'm going to fail. Well, so what? You know how many times I've failed? Too many times to even list. You know how these guys all got great and girls got great and everything? Go and talk to them off the air when they're not have to do a shtick, and they'll tell you what happened to them. And you'll be like, there's no way you're a multimillionaire right now. Well, yes, they are. And you know why? Standards and stick to among everything else. Belief is vital with everything. Gareth, take everything, um, summarize everything, send it to Douglas, give out all your websites and everything, come back to me, and we'll sign off for today's show, please. Douglas just said a little while ago, this is the age of confusion. Uh, that's the best way to explain the things that are going on right now. People need to wake up. 
how we're doing things right now doesn't work. It's not effective. Not got to stop pointing fingers at everyone or not accepting uh, that, hey, you, you just have to dictate things and control your own life. I'll always bring this back in because as I've gotten older, this is so important to me. Find your team. Find those guys that are going to do anything for you and vice versa. That's just so important when you're around that positive energy. When you know that you've got everyone's in it, they've got skin in the game, that's when you know everything's going to go to the next level. Good things are going to happen. It's just vitally important. You've got to, you got to surround yourself with those who are, who are, who are like-minded because there's just so much damn negativity now. I just can't even stand it. And this also ties into with the social media stuff that goes on. It's just a daily reminder of, of this craziness. And I can't, I can't even stand it for like five minutes. I just feel like I'm going to go crazy, but just find that positive group of guys that you can, uh, relate to that you can bond with and you can set out goals with each other, help each other through the tough times, find those guys and stick with them. All right. Give out your uh, info. Sure. My name is Gareth Denyer. You can find me on all forms of social media, especially uh, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can also contact me at my website, hcpbarbell.com and just press on the contact page. Douglas. Yeah, again, you can find me on Facebook if you want some help uh, just generally improving your life, mainly through the medium of physical culture. But as we know, that brings in everything, just like martial arts. It's a totality. Then feel free to contact me. Recovery is especially a bit of a speciality with me, working with loads of different people. So, yeah, by any means. Okay. Give me a give me a message. I'm always I can always shoot out a little bit of free advice, but that only goes so far as we were discussing yesterday. <laughs> what else you got? Hey, the website so or the website uh, is functional living That is the gym where I operate, and or sorry, my gym where I operate, and also the blog which I. It's got plenty of stuff on it, but I'm going to be revamping it again, so I'm going to start telling people about it. It's fitdefense.wordpress.com, and hopefully I'll have a better URL for that soon. Okay, this is this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to um, FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc., that is the premier product, but we are going to be doing more things, definitely. Also, too, go out to our Prosperity Conscious page at FiorelloBarbellCo.com. There's a $25, 50 and $100 investment. Um, it goes right to my PayPal account. And as I said, thank you, Paul T., um, for investing in M&M and FBC. Also, too... Um, Go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at our 972 shows um, that we've already done. And as I said, we will have our four-year anniversary on the 27th of this month. Also, to um, sign up for our free newsletter. That goes right to my MailChimp account. Anytime we put out information, you will get a lot of content in your inbox. Also, invest. Uh, come on in and advertise with us. The rate is very economical, and with the amount of shows I do, you're going to get your money's worth. And if you would like to come in and invest in here, my phone number is right on motivationmuscle.com. It's on the home page. It is the first area that you'll see when you go out to there. 
give me a call and I will talk to you and we will get something going and we'll be here for at least another 30 years. So, uh, it's time to get in and get rolling with us. Also, too, um, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Come on in, look at that. And as I said, we're going to have more and more up. It's just I don't have anybody to film me, and I'm not running camera when I'm training. Um, let's see. I think that's it for that. Well, if there's a show you'd like us to do, go out to Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. Also, to um, go out to iTunes and Stitcher and give us a five-star review. That's what we've got, and we appreciate that. We're on Spotify now, and we're also on Google Podcast. Um, basically, if you go in there and type motivationmuscle.com, you'll go right to my website. Um, so check out all those new enhancements, among many others that are coming, too. Um, let me think, too. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, we're on AHA directory. That's AHA. You can get M&M in your car 24-7. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words to inspire. Five words can change your life. Also, too, as my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. You never know. Also, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, pull it, push it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And as the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says in Blood Red Domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. And we dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in our path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Furr says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, man. Frank Klein, my greatest college business professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. Also, John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever. He'd walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Also, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 or more of your friends we're coming, because we won't blow your door in. We'll blow the roof right off your house. Join the family for the next 30 years. We need you, and you need us. And as we grow bigger and bigger, we're going to be getting more and more people in here. Also, too, um, You'll all have greatness in you, as Les Brown says. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And I don't know how many people would do that in today's world, but I don't really care. Um, we don't care what the others are doing. We care about what we do and what we spread out there. That's what's called authenticity. And I can tell you we've been called that more than once in the last four years. So be authentic. That's what it's all about. Um, Gareth. Thanks for being on, sir. Um, another great show. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Eric. You are welcome. Douglas, thank you for being on. Another great show. You know it's a pleasure, Eric. Yes. Anytime. Anytime. Glad to have you both. So, for Gareth Denyer, this is um, and Douglas Graham, this is Eric Fiorello. Remember this. The world is asking something from you. It's not the other way around. And you got to get that notion out of your head. Live by standards. First standard, number one, your belief. Believe in yourself when the others won't. 
That'll start carrying you right along. Also, too, um, this show should be up at some point tomorrow. I got a real heavy schedule tomorrow, but we'll get this up and out. And um, as I always say, no one came into this world a loser. You're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. And when you think that and believe that, you got it all. Have a great rest of the weekend. Um, tomorrow we got Paul Firepower Gray on. We got um, we got a brand new guest tomorrow, and I can't wait. He's a local guy, Adam Davis. He owns a place called Food Therapy. This is all organic foods are doing killer. They're all hooked up with CrossFit. A lot of companies, you know, like uh, private corporations where. You get to order off a menu, and they make the food fresh and bring it to you. It's pretty exciting stuff, and we are doing more and more here locally. I think it's a great way to punch everything up even higher here. So have a great rest of the weekend, everybody. Um, The show I'm going to do with Paul tomorrow is going to be real interesting. It's called Blowtorch to Your Mind, and, boy, I'm ready to hit with that now. So we'll talk to you soon. For Gareth Denyer. And Douglas Graham, this is Eric Fiorello. Live it and live it hard. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.